0: Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth Podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth Podcast, Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Titus today, chapter number two. We've been here for the last couple of podcasts. And uh, if you've not already listened to number 271 and 272, uh, I say go back and listen to those that lay a groundwork. I've already covered three uh, points uh, here in this thought on a disgrace to grace. What is a disgrace to grace, Brother Jeremy? Well, Titus chapter 2, verse 11 gives us the sides of grace. Same coin, two different sides. The Bible says here, Titus 2.11, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, comma. There's not a period right there. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. People are abusing the grace of God with worldliness. And worldliness is a disgrace to God's grace. And I want to look at another thing today. We've already talked about the world has a prince. And we talked about the world has a philosophy. And the world has a purpose. And the purpose of this world, this calculated plan, and unwavering purpose of the world and Satan is to take glory from God and put it on yourself. That's what Satan's all about. And the Bible says that they hated Jesus. Now, they don't hate the baby Jesus or the crucified Jesus. They hate the righteous Jesus. And Jesus said, if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. And I ended the last podcast talking about, are you hated in the world? Well no, I'm not hated in the world. Well, are you better than Jesus? Do you want the world to love you, the same world that hated the Lord? The Bible said in James 4 4, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship with the world of the world is enmity with God. Wherefore there whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Those are strong words by James. If you're a friend. To the world's system, with its prince, its philosophy, and its purpose, you're shaking your fist in the face of God. It's a disgrace to grace, and the world has a purpose. Satan's system is calculated to draw mankind's heart away from Jesus, and from the things of God, and from the Word of God, and from the house of God, until Satan is enthroned as king of the earth. And it's happening right before our very eyes. The Antichrist is coming. We're going to be gone. Thank God for the church. that's going to be raptured out of here. But the Antichrist, the the table is set. The stage is in place. And so many of God's people are running right along with the purpose and philosophy of this world. They're getting too cozy and too comfortable in this world. The world has a prince and a philosophy and a purpose. Let me give you another thought. The world has a people. Oh, yes. The Bible talks about the children of this world. The Bible said in Luke chapter 16, verse number eight, the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Now, we're not to hate people. We're not to hate people, but we're to hate the system that enslaves these people. And these people are in this system. The world has a people, the children of this world. And don't be surprised when you have difficulty as a child of God because this world is not our home. We're pilgrims and strangers. You're a twice-born person living in a world of once-born people. If we're truly living to the calling of our lives, we will be headed in a completely opposite direction than the people around us. And it's a disgrace to grace that so many of God's children fit in so comfortably and cozy and contentedly with the world and its system. Yeah, we're members of the human world. We live in a physical world, but we're not to be a part of the satanic system. We're to be separated. It's the first calling of grace. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're to live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world. Paul said in another place, that is our first duty, our first obligation, our first responsibility, having been saved by grace to separate ourselves from the world. Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And listen, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The very word for the word church church is ecclesia, which means a group of people called out to assemble. The church is called out. We're to be different. We're to be separate. You can't stand out in the world's, uh, you you ought to stand out in the world's system. Like a diamond in a coal mine. Like a gardenia in a garbage can. We're different. John said this in chapter 15, verse 19, If you were of the world, the world would love his own, but you're not of this world. But I've chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. That's the words of Jesus. So we need to stop trying to win popularity contests with the world. I don't want to unnecessarily make enemies, but I'm not going to betray Christ. I'm not going to betray the Word of God. I'm not going to betray the comforter that lives inside me. So don't be surprised when the people of this system hate you because you simply want to live a life for God instead of a life for self. We hear a lot today about the separation of church and state. What we need to hear about is the separation of the church and world. We need to be separate. We need to be different. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it's not of the Father, but is of the world. And that's the sum total of what the world has to offer. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And someone who lives for those and says they're saved, that's a disgrace to grace. Now, the world has a prince. The world has a philosophy. The world has a purpose. The world has a people. But I want to give you a biblical illustration of a child of God who was a disgrace to grace. In the Word of God, there's many illustrations. I I, I could give one of Samson. Samson was a disgrace to grace. Uh, man, he had such a uh, potential, but he was a disgrace to the grace of God. But I, I want to look at one this uh today and maybe tomorrow uh and that is a man named lot because i don't know if there's a better illustration of this thought that i'm giving than lot lot was a saved man he was saved by the grace of god lot had been given opportunity to live beside the hero of the faith father of the faith abraham but even though he was saved by grace he failed to learn the lesson that Titus two eleven teaches us in Second Peter chapter number uh, uh, one, the Bible says this: Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained that have obtained like precious faith with with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied. Did you see that? Peace follows grace, and it comes through faith. Peter starts with grace, but then he points out some who would be a disgrace to grace, and he gives some examples. He talks about false prophets in chapter two of Second Peter. He talks about false prophets among the people, the false teachers who bring in damnable heresies, denying the lord. and And he goes on talking about he gives three examples. He gives an example of the angels that fail. they were a disgrace to God. He gives an example of the old world of Noah's day, who was a disgrace to the goodness of God. And then he gives a, 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 an example of Lot. He said Lot is a disgrace. Watch this. The Bible said, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. And delivered just Lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day. Lot was a disgraced grace. And think about this individually. Don't think about this collectively. He, the Bible said he delivered just Lot. Lot was a just man. Lot was a righteous man. In order for him to have been just and righteous, he had to have understood what the grace of God was. Peter's already talked about that. Peter talked about grace, and then he talked about a man who lived in a worldly system. Lot, who was saved by grace, kept by grace, Lot is no doubt what we would refer to as a child of God who is worldly. He had received the grace of God. But he did not deny the world the lust. He's a classic example of a man who is a disgrace to the grace of God. In Genesis chapter 13, we know Lot was the nephew of Abraham. He was Abraham's brother's son. God called Abraham out of Mesopotamia, out of the earth of the Chaldees. God made Abraham to be the father of the Jewish nation. And he's the brightest star in the Hebrew heavens. Abraham's brother had died, and 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 Lot basically had became uh, the son of Abraham. And Lot loved God. Lot was saved. The Bible tells he was tells us he was a righteous man. But in verse number ten, here's where a good man went wrong. And I want you to listen, because if you don't listen, you know you'll love when I teach or when your preacher preaches on grace. But then you'll be a disgrace to grace if you don't learn the lesson of grace, that grace teaches us to deny worldliness. Now, here's Lot. He's got the choice. And the Bible says that Lot chose him. Genesis 13, verse number 11. Then Lot chose him. That's the key right there. No prayer, no looking to God. Lot chose him. It's about what he wanted. That's the philosophy of the world. That's what we just talked about in the previous podcast. Of, I want to do what pleases me. Well, preacher, I'd never get as bad as, as Lot got. I mean, I, I just can't see myself living right in the midst of Sodom. It all started with one self-centered action, one action influenced by worldly philosophy, one choice, and Lot became a disgrace to grace. Now, on the next podcast, I'm going to give you some principles. Uh, concerning the world. We've looked at the world and their philosophy, their prince, their purpose, their people. But on this biblical illustration, uh, I want to give you some thoughts about how to overcome the world. Because worldliness is a disgrace to grace. We ought to all want to overcome it. And I, I want you to join me for the next podcast, number 274. And join me tomorrow for the next podcast. I believe it'll be a help to you. Now, today, We have the opportunity to take the grace of God and the goodness of God and the favor of God and go out today and be salt and light and make a difference in this world. You're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. And God has chosen you and ordained you to go out and make a difference. The world's dirty and dark. It needs purifying. It needs illuminating. And you can be the difference. I can be the difference. Well, preacher, I can't change 8 billion people. No, but you can brighten the corner where you are. You can bloom where you're planted. You can purify and illuminate what is around you. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose right now? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to go out and make a difference in this world. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.